Welcome to Gutter Trash, episode 239. Paul joins the Scouts by Michelle Rabagliati. Hey! Yeah. My name is Eric. I am Jason. (laughs) You said it with an Italian accent. Yeah. Because it sounds Italian. Uh huh. But it's not. It's it's, good. He's Canadian. Yep. French Canadian. Yeah. French Canadian. (laughs) Uh, yeah. It's different than Canadian. Right. Yeah, they're worse. <laughs> oh. Oh. Because <laughs> they speak French. Oh. <laughs> That's mostly untrue. Yeah. And, you know, I have heard, uh, in my visits, I have heard some French speaking, but I've probably heard more Korean than French when I've been up there. Really? Yeah, I've, I've, I've seen a lot of Asian people. I, I'm, I think it was Korean, because I know... I know some of it was for sure, but I get, I get, I'm not like a master of Asian dialects, but, right. but, uh, I would tell you that, uh, if you put a, an Asian uh, or a, a Korean, a, a Chinese person, a Japanese person and, and have them all speak at me, I would not be able to tell you which was which. Right. Right. Yeah. But also if you put a, a Spanish person, a French person and a Russian person in front of me, I would also not be able to tell you which was which. <laughs> oh. But you're half Spanish. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. <laughs> I was also educated by the Beaver Creek educational system. <laughs> they didn't do a lot of Russian and uh, French yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. And I did take four years of Spanish that I barely passed. Wow. Much to your parents' uh, happiness. Oh, they didn't care. Yeah. I'm surprised your mom didn't tutor you in Spanish. Uh, she tried a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, well, yeah, I was just... Uh, it was just the, the fact that we lived in Dayton, Ohio, and there were no other Spanish speakers around at that time. Right. And, uh, you know, we just, uh, I was raised to speak only English. Huh. And when I took Spanish. Jorge. Uh, I mean, to why. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I couldn't think of a good ex- answer. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, other than the one that I just told you before uh, that in English. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, no, yeah, just, uh, there were, there, there was no, at the time, no purpose for me to, to be speaking Spanish, and then by the time I started taking classes, it was just, uh, you know. A lost cause. Pretty much, yeah. Right. Yeah. I, yeah, I took, uh, two years in high school. I remember next to nothing. Yeah. Next to nothing. Yeah. I feel like every once in a while when I have a margarita at the Mexican <laughs> restaurant, like, some of it comes back, uh-huh. and, like, I'll say a couple things to the, the waiter. Yeah. Um. But yeah, not unless I'm drinking. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I retain very little bit of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I can I can pick out words here and there, but mm-hmm. right, nothing extensive. Uh, yeah, but you do recognize Ribagliati. I do recognize Ribagliati <laughs> as uh, looking and sounding very Italian. <laughs> it, it it very much so does. I never really thought about that too because um I I've read a few of this guy's books and it wasn't until 
um, I don't know, like the maybe like this third or fourth one I read that I even like, you know, read anything about him. You right. know, I just read the books, and then I was like, oh, he's from Quebec. Yeah. Huh. It's yeah. <laughs> weird. Yeah. Uh, I think in the last episode when you told me you were picking this book, I, I sort of made fun of his. He, he, I mean, you said he was French Canadian, and I uh, made fun of his his Italian last name. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, and uh, I was uh, almost justified because there is a place in the book where he points out that he is fake Italian. <laughs> right? Yeah. Or, or Paul points out. Right? right, right, yeah. Which is his sort of autobiographical character. Right. That's a thing. Yeah. Uh, about yeah. this book. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh no! I was just—I was just putting on the fighting gloves. I was ready for it. I'm ready for it. No, I'm just saying that it's—I don't know. I just—you uh, uh, know—I uh, don't uh, 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 pick a side, I guess. Uh, uh, like, autobiographical or you or, know, or fiction, not. right? You know. But see, but how much better would Harvey Picard's books been if he would have like peppered it with some fiction, right? I don't know. Well, it's just okay. Uh, I don't want to spoil the ending of this book, but it does have kind of a huge ending. Something happens at the end, and if that part is made up or embellished, right, it ruins some of this book, right? If it's not then this book is amazing. <laughs> Isn't that weird, though? I Like, I... I like, I, I don't know if I would say it, it would ruin it for me, but I would be like, well, wait a minute. That's kind of just, you know, playing with our emotions at that point. Right. Because you build up this, uh, this, you know, this sense that we're basically reading his journal or something. Like, oh, wow, right. I really know this writer, and he's pouring himself into this book. And then something huge happens that's like, it's not just like, oh, you know, his grandma died right, or, or yeah, something. I mean, right. it's like, it's like a series of events that culminate in the shaping of his life. Right. Yeah. And if like, if that part is just like, you're like, oh, that would be a great story. <laughs> then I would feel a little like, a little ripped off. Right. But at the same time, like, I don't know if I want to know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I get you. Um, cause, cause I mean, that part, the, the, the event that happens, I mean, it had an emotional impact on me. Oh yeah. Well, when I read it and I was like, oh shit. Yeah. And, and then like when I was done reading it, then like I started thinking about, you know, cause, cause it, it clearly says it's semi-autobiographical. Right. Which means some of it could be made up. Right. Or embellished. Or embellished. Like right. maybe, maybe someone skinned their knee. Right. <laughs> and that was what happened. <laughs> Instead of, I don't want to say. Right, right, yeah. But, but yeah. Um, and yeah, it's like if, 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 yeah, if it was, I mean, <sighs> let's just spoil it. I feel like we're be- beating around the bush and, like, we're going to show. I don't really want to. You don't want to? Because I honestly kind of recommend this book. Yeah? I liked it. Yeah. I, d- I did enjoy it. Sweet. Um, well, let's let's kind of tell the listener, give them a, some sort of atmosphere that we can talk about, and then, okay, we'll, and then we'll go back to right. that. How about that? 
so so this is uh, again you know whether this is well it's semi about semi autobiographical uh, and even in the uh, the very like last page of the book or whatever there's an actual photo of of uh, Michelle you know uh, you know that that is represented throughout the book right uh, a couple different times of of him you know becoming a Cub Scout right and, and that's what this book is about it's about Paul joining the Scouts yeah. But you know, it's also about you know him just growing up in early seventies uh, Quebec, and and uh, you know just, his family uh, life and family life uh, relation his first relationship first love uh, yeah uh, and a, a kind of a tense uh, political climate yeah, yeah. Uh, and also uh, you know him just uh, you know entering this whole new world that he was unaware of and and you know meeting people and and making friends and uh and and you know having heroes basically right you know uh, as far as like the the scout masters go right you know, uh, like like he really admires them and they all you know sort of look up to him and they all represent you know all the good things that you know adulthood should be right you know? like people that can impart knowledge and like inspire and right, things yeah. like that it's very uplifting yeah for the wow. most part yeah 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 there's definitely a theme to the book that's like hey you can do what you want to do with your life yeah um you can make it happen yeah and it and it's like not it's not like you don't even realize that's what the book's about basically until the till the end so it's not like it's hammering it into your face like oh, yeah, yeah. it's it's just yeah it's it's very well done very well done uh i will say that there was kind of a point where towards the middle where I was like is there a point to what's happening here right am i just watching this guy or reading about this guy and just him being a part of the cub scouts <laughs> you know cuz cuz i knew kids in the cub scouts and i didn't want to be friends with them <laughs> so you definitely don't want to read about the people you didn't want to be friends right, with yeah and also you know i mean uh, i'm a i'm a i'm a hedonistic uh devil worshiper so uh oh yeah that's right you know there, there's a lot of uh <laughs> there's a lot of god stuff in this which which uh it's, it's not a, too much with the cub scouts you mean yeah yeah i mean it's not like it's not like an oppressive religion thing it's more just like uh it's just like a a, a layer that's on top of right all the cub scout goings ons but but you know I just I don't know a little bit of that makes me uh, uncomfortable about the whole idea of the Cub Scouts, right? Because because what I'm getting from this book is that like this particular troop anyway was sort of you know you know just sort of freewheeling about like all the whole Cub Scout thing, you know, like you know they they were like playing fast with the rules, right? And, you know yeah. just. Again, like you said, it's it's all about you know, hey, just you know, do what you like as long as you're not hurting anyone, right? Which is the basis of, I'd say, most religions. Yeah, that's kind of why that's kind of the way I look at it, right? At religion. Uh, but then when you add all the details on top of that, that's when you know mm. it's yeah. iffy for me. Uh, I gotcha. But uh, <clears throat> you know, but but it also makes it seem like you know. Like this particular troop was like the exception rather than you know, you know that 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 
Right. You know, maybe other troops are not as uh, flexible or right. forgiving and, and yeah. you know, almost liberal. Yeah, this yeah. one was pretty loose. I mean, it wasn't like the police academy of Cub no, Scouts, yeah, no, but, yeah. but, or the meatballs or whatever, but it, but it was, it, yeah, but they're a little looser with the rules. Right, right. Uh, but I mean, you know, it, it's, it's a fun story for the most part. And, and like all that stuff is kind of tied together, but like you were saying in the middle of the book where you're like, wow, there's just a lot of, you know, it, it is kind of like, like a big diary and yeah. spots. And the only part that I think maybe never really, you know, proved itself to, you know, to warrant the time given to it, um, was some of the family stuff. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, it does play a big part because this, this graphic novel or whatever you want to call it is, uh, you know, it's like basically the entire time that Paul lived in this apartment, uh, right across the hallway from, um, some other family members. Right. I mean, it basically like, you know, like it, it ends with, you know, this isn't a spoiler. It ends with them, you know, finally moving away. Right. So, I mean, it is kind of like important in that regard where like, you know, this was the only time in his life that he was near this, you know, li- right. lived next to this, that family. Um, so I can sort of see why he put it in there because it was probably omnipresent in his, oh, yeah, I'm sure. in his yeah. you know, goings ons. But, but yeah, it, it doesn't, it doesn't really add a ton to the story like all yeah. the other parts do. Well, I think the thing with that is that, you know, uh, at least in the beginning, it's presented like, I mean, he clearly, has no problem with the fact that his mom and dad and sister live right across the hall from his aunts, his aunts and grandma and uncle. Right. You know, and it's more like the, the, it's more like Paul's mom. That's strange. Yeah, that's her it. story. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I think I would get the feeling that a story about that, like from the mom's perspective about the family would be, you know, where, that would have more of an impact. Right, right, right. yeah. Yeah, and, totally. And this is just a thing that's happening around him as right. he, you know, falls in love for the first time and joins the Cubs. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's not, like, off-putting, really, but it just seems like like it would, it would be fine without that stuff, probably. Right. And, you know, like, it's interesting, uh, like, the stuff about the, the uh, FLQ, the... Uh, Quebec Liberation Front, something like that, yeah. Which is backwards, but yeah, I think that's um, what it stands for. Yeah, uh, you know, different languages put words in different orders. <laughs> that's true. Uh, so maybe that's just the translation thing. I don't know, but uh, yeah, that's all going on in the background too, and like we get like little glimpses here and there of you know what the the climate of the times are, and it has a little bit of a payoff towards the end, but. Yeah, I mean, again, it's something that I don't feel is like you know really impactful on this story. Right. It's it's weird. It's like without uh, Paul's family, um, yeah, that doesn't um, you know play as big of a part because they they are the ones that are reacting more to the FLQ. Right. And Paul is just kind of like you know stunned by it. Right. Um, well, they're kids, and and so. Uh, like none of them really they don't understand right? right yeah it's like when i watched i remember watching the ollie north trial when i was a kid me too and right. i was like this is a weird tv show yeah you know it's like where's cartoon yeah exactly yeah. yeah uh but i mean it does pay off to one of the characters directly related or not related to but but 
Yeah. Uh, one of the characters who directly interacts with Paul uh, a lot. One of the counselors. Yeah, that one of the, the major supporting characters. Ends up having some... Some... Some minor ties. With the FLQ. Right? Yeah. And, and again, but that's... And it's something that impacts the story, but... I don't feel like really is necessary to it. Yeah. But it's interesting. Right. Yeah. Because... Because if it if that was part of the autobiographical portion of the story, right? Like I would, like I would totally put that in there, right? If I was doing it too, oh, yeah. I mean, because you're like that was pretty huge for yeah. me. Yeah, my little, especially my little, the way it plays out, and in like the scene in which you know the the conclusion of that happens. Yeah, you know, yeah, that is something that you're gonna remember for right. the rest of your life. If you have to, wa- if you have to watch one of your friends be carted away by the police, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> Or, or not necessarily even your friend, but someone that is is like you said earlier, an adult that you're like, oh, this now here's the kind of adult I respect and right. and who's imparting all this knowledge on me, and then all of a sudden, other adults are dragging that person away and right. saying they're a terrible person. Right. I'm sure it was yeah, very confusing um, to to witness that. Right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it it, it is still a fun story. Right. You know, like, like it was very enjoyable, and, and and the characters are all, you know, fleshed out, and, and, and like, you care about, you know, even, like, the... Supporting s- characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and something, you know, like you said earlier, something kind of heavy and dark happens, and it is very, like, yeah, like, I, uh, I didn't cry, but I was like, oh, my God, I felt, I felt really bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, I physically felt, like... Like, I knew these people that this horrible thing happened to. Right. Like, uh, and I think, like, honestly, like, like I got to that part, and I, I think, like, almost in a way, like, if it had actually happened to, like, people that I knew, like, I would almost have the same reaction of, like, this isn't real? What? Yeah. What's happening? Yeah, yeah, because like, it's, it's, it's confusing. It's and, kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. Even though it's foreshadowed very blatantly. Yeah. You know, <laughs> which... Is the mark of an awesome storyteller. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, he is definitely in my, like, top five favorite cartoonists. I mean, his storytelling is just, it's so admirable. Like, I don't know. I mean, like, his backgrounds are so awesome. Right. Like, he doesn't cheat on the backgrounds at all. No. Yeah. But, but they're not so busy that, they distract. It clutters, right? Yeah, it's just, he's incredible. Uh, yeah, I really like the art in this, too. Uh, you know, uh, it's, I mean, yeah, you, you look at it at first glance, and you, you might say it's you know, simplistic, but, you It know, looks like something from Highlights Magazine, sort of. Almost, yeah, yeah, and I think that actually adds to it. Right. You know, and, and I mean, you know, uh, I mean, they always say that, you know, the cartoonier, the art, the more of yourself you project into the characters. Right, you know? right. Like a smiley, like Pac-Man is more relatable than somebody from Final Fantasy. Right, exactly. You know? Yeah. Uh, That's for you video game nerds out there. Fucking dorks. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing listening to us? <laughs> this is highbrow entertainment. Go jack off while you're playing Cubert. Is that one of the games the kids are playing? <laughs> oh no, let me call Matt Brassfield. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, you know what? I think that was the first time I swore this episode. Oh, really? Yeah. What'd you say? I said fucking norks. Oh, okay. Sure. I didn't even notice. 
<laughs> oh, were you keeping it G-rated because it was Paul Jones the Scouts? Uh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't weird. know what happened. Huh. I do know that I would like to try to go through an entire episode without swearing once. Really? Yeah. You want to try it next time? I'll try it next time. Okay. Yeah. We'll make a pact out of it. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, sidebar, I, I was talking to a guy earlier today and he said the word cunt about two feet away. Was it me? No, it wasn't you. And uh, it was like two feet away from my mom and her five-year-old daughter. Oh, nice. And he wasn't referring to them, and he wasn't angry. He wasn't like, these fucking cunts. I mean, like, he was just, it was just like. I like to look at cunts. Yeah, well, no, he wasn't speaking of, he was He was talking about, uh, he was just talking about the word cunt. Okay. You know, and so it wasn't like an angry or sexual conversation. Right. But uh, I was just like, whoa, he just, whoa. (laughs) I'm I'm uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. Um, I believe we may talk about this later. I'm not sure, but uh, we went out to dinner, a group of us, um, on Saturday night. Oh yeah, I believe I said the word "cunt" about five times uh, while uh, eating dinner. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. See, I didn't notice it then. Maybe it's when you say it, I'm just like, <laughs> it's just so you just, natural. You just block it yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Paul joins the scouts. Joins <laughs> the scouts. Uh, Paul licks the cunts. That's the next. Yeah. Uh, that's the next graphic novel. I hope that one is just straight up autobiography. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to. You want to add any fiction? No, there. yeah, no. Um, but, I did. But, no, okay. no, 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 you good? No, 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 because no, 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 I was no, going to no, steer no. it off course. Go for it. Okay. Um, I did meet this man. Uh, like I mentioned once, like a year or two ago. And he was fucking awesome. Alright. He, uh, he did a little panel and he talked about, he, he just, he, he had a book called, uh, Song of, Song of Roland, I think. I think that's what it was called. That was out at the time and he was showing, like he did a little, uh, panel about it and he was showing, uh, like a slideshow, like how he does the artwork and, uh, and he was just going into great detail and like, I don't know. It was just very, like, he seemed very, very appreciative that this was his job. Like, right. he was, like, you know, and, and, like, exuberant about it and, like, wanting to share the details so other people could, like. Well, that's, you know, another part of this story is, like, him discovering basically oh, that yeah. he wants to be a cartoonist. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, like, at a very young age. Yeah. At a very young age. Uh, yeah. Like, like, I think even before he joins the Scouts. Right. Like, like, he is just starting to get into, like, you know, comics, and, like, he gets this, like, how-to book. From the library, yeah, the yeah. school library, yeah. Yeah, and then just, you know, starts studying it and making his own comics, and, like, I mean, that that honestly does have, like, a, a play a major role in this book. Right. And, yeah, and, actually, because that is, like, his parents are, I mean, they're not, like, you know, furious that he's doing comics, but no. he's kind of, a, he's a little obsessed, maybe, and so they're, like, well, maybe. they're also very encouraging, though. Yeah, I mean, they, like, help him get the tools and the table, but right. but they also are, like, when he joins, you know, when they're, he's thinking about joining the scouts, like, oh, maybe this will, you know, help him get outside a little right, bit. Right, right, yeah. So, yeah, it is, I forgot about that. It is kind of, like, a major part of, yeah. Right. Getting him to be in the scouts. I also get the feeling uh, that <clears throat> uh, he seems to be the kind of person that, you know, uh... When he gets into something, he really gets into something. Right. Because there's, like, you know, the, the cartooning thing. 
uh, just joining the scouts, and then later in the story, like, he desperately wants to learn how to play guitar. Right. You know, and, uh, you know, I would say, I mean, we don't really see too much with it, but I would say even, like, the girl a little bit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, he just seems to be, like, one of those guys that wants to just grasp onto, like, whatever interests him. You he's, know? A, he's a balls deep kind of fellow. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a balls deep. Oh, nice. I don't know what that means. <laughs> you know what's crazy, too? This This boggles my mind because, okay... This is one of, like, three things that we've, uh, like, comics that we've both loved, you know, probably. Right, right. Um, so, I mean, like, it's a testament that, you know, it, it works for both of us. It's clearly good material. Right. We can't sell a second copy of this at Mavericks, but this guy, he is, like, like, because there was, there was a guy that introduced him whenever he did the panel, and he was explaining to you know the people that weren't familiar with him exactly who he was and he was like he's like i he's like i can't get this across enough he's like he's not huge everywhere but he said in quebec he is like the charles schultz of quebec right like he is fucking huge there right but like other places nobody even knows who he is right which boggles my mind it's like i mean i know his books are translated into different languages because you know this this obviously came out like a year ago in French. Right. Um, so it's not like the language barrier is what's keeping him known. And uh, it's not I the mean, talent. It's, I'd never heard of him before you, you picked this book. Isn't that weird? Uh, like, I don't understand that. Uh, and, I mean, I mean, I'm not the, the biggest, uh, you know, uh, like, indie stuff is on my radar, but not, you know, all of it, obviously. Right. I mean, you know, it's, it's you know... Uh, yeah, like, I've never heard of this whatsoever. Right. Uh, and, yeah, like, he's had other books in English, you know, like, yeah, just never I, I, I don't get it, because, I mean, like, as as Marvel and DC-centric as Ma- an image as Mavericks is, um, you know, like, we still sell a couple of copies of, you know, like, Chris Ware's book, and we sell, like, right. I don't know, three copies of, you know, the Norwegian Jason's comics, and, right. and but it's, like, it just boggles my mind. It's like I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I really don't get it. Uh, I mean, you I'm know, sure it's not just Mavericks either. Probably not, but yeah, there's, there's, we've, we've talked about it before. The uh, even the customer, comic customer base of Mavericks isn't, I think, what anyone should judge, uh, you know, comics fandom by. You know, it's just it's kind of the worst of the comics fandom that you can get. I, I mean, like I like a lot of the people, but. I will say that they're not as experimental with their reading right. habits as as you would expect from intelligent people. I mean, there's some really good guys. Oh, I'm sure there are. And, yeah, and but, uh, but they like won't venture out of that safe circle. Right. Like, that's what I mean for the most part when I say the worst of comic. Right. Comic, you know, just you know, Marvel, DC, maybe an image book. Right. You know, maybe a Dark Horse book. Right. Or, a Dark Horse book if it's a Star Wars or, uh, you know... Maybe Hellboy because he crossed over with Batman once. Right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, and, and, I mean, you know, to me, that is, you know, the the saddest type of comic fan. And I know that I play that role sometimes here on this show. You know, where, where you know, I just... Well, you read other stuff. I, I do. And, and I like to read other stuff. And I'm glad that uh, you, you forced me to read this. Yeah. You know, we have a lot of crossover. Right. You know, we've, we've done 240 episodes of this show. We, we've, uh. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, as a testament to this book. Right. Like, cause clearly this isn't the epitome of, 
your favorite kind of book. Yeah, yeah. It, it probably is mine. Right. Like, like you know, like I said, he's in my top five. Right. And, uh, but yeah, that, I, I just I think that's exciting. I'm really glad you liked it because I I thought you might because it has a little more to it than it, it's not as you know, like his style isn't like weird really. No. Yeah. Um, like it's pretty straightforward. And uh, not that you don't like weird, but you know what I'm saying. Like with with indie comics, sometimes it's just weird for the sake of being weird or right, something. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I can get into that sometimes, but well, I think the 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 thing about this is that there's no pretense to it whatsoever. Right. Like straight through. Yeah. Like the, there's just no air of of indie comic superiority. Yeah. Right. Like right. Yeah. There's no just oddball nature. It's like right. just a really well crafted story full of great characters that you yeah. feel like you know right and i mean again like like it's like we, it touches on dark themes and then like you know subject matters but for the most part like you know just the 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 plot going through it is just pretty light you know and i think that makes the darker thing or the you know the dark things that happen you know oh, even yeah. more dark in comparison right and then by the time you get to the the ending you know event right you know it's just you know your mind is blown by that oh, point it's like it, a punch in the gut yeah it is yeah. yeah but even even with that though like the very last few pages are like really like just nice and like cute and inspiring yeah yeah it's, it's so weird yeah, yeah. and yeah. like it leaves you not with that you know like punch in the gut feeling but right, it leaves right. you with like you know it's almost like well you know you know you can you can you know you overcome are, yeah. right i don't want to like i keep almost saying what happened but uh, but like paul has the chance to do something awesome and like he yeah. might as well take that chance and be what he wants to be yeah it's pretty sweet. Yeah, good pick. Sweet. I'm so glad you liked it. I I, I am too. I remember. I think the first time I read one of his books, I was still dating Amanda, uh, my ex girlfriend who was going to school in Massachusetts. Right. And during uh, one of my visits up there, I took along one of Michelle's books, and I and I can still remember like I like she wanted to go out to this like club that her friends were going to be at. And like it was, like I was like, okay, I'll go, go, you know. So I went out there with her. How did you two ever break up? <laughs> and uh, and so like we, I was at this club and like they were like dancing and having a good time and like, and I was like, I was like, and you were miserable. I was totally miserable and I was like, I, I was like, I'm just gonna go back to your dorm room and hang out and read comics or something. And and she looked at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I was right. like, I can't do this, you know. So I left. And I remember, I can honestly remember this. I was like so distraught. I was like, I should be having a good time with these night. You know, these are good people. They're nice people, right, yeah. but they're so fucking loud, and they're just like have, doing stuff that you hate to do. I hate that kind of stuff. Yeah. And and I remember I went back to her apartment, and I was just or her dorm or whatever, and I was just like sobbing. I was like, What the fuck is wrong with me? Like something is wrong with my brain, and like I'm I should be shot in the head and just, you know, like getting, get out of the way of society's, you know, progress. And, and then like, I had one of his books with me and I sit there and I read it and it was like the best, most enjoyable time. I like, I just felt so calm and like, I loved it so much. And I was like, no, this, this is me. Yeah. This is me. I'm so happy 
that I've found <laughs> something that I can relate to and and to get me away from that horrible headspace. Yeah. So like he will always have this huge, huge spot in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love this guy. Fucking fucking Rebagliati, man. Check him out. These are published by Conundrum. Um, all of his books. I think he's got like a half dozen of them. So. Yeah. I would, uh, yeah, I'd read another. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, I'd read something else by this guy. Awesome. I mean, I'd really like to see him take on Wolverine or Alpha oh, Flight or something. I would totally love to have him do a Fantastic Four page if I <laughs> if I do another issue. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. You, you like how I kept that Canadian. Oh yeah, nice. Oh nice. He wouldn't even have to translate it. Exactly. Very perfect. <laughs> He could write a Puck solo book. Oh, my God. Yeah, he could. Puck joins the scouts. Puck licks the cunts. There we go. Everybody's happy. Especially Puck. Yeah. And those lucky ladies. Oh, those lucky, lucky yes. ladies. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, yeah, Paul joins the scouts. Good pick. Yeah, this just came out, too, so it should be riding on the bookshelves at Mavericks. Yeah. Well, what do you care? Yeah. Oh, yeah. More on that later. Yeah. Let's take it. All right. <laughs> All right.
welcome back to Gutter Trash. Hello. We are here at the Gutter Trash Studios making a podcast. Yeah, we are. We're back. Yeah. We're back at uh, the, the old HQ. After, what, was it two times away? Yeah, it was just the one. Just the one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, just, uh, I'm living back in my apartment now. My parents uh, returned. and uh, Have a good trip? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they did. Where'd they, they, they go? They, they go to Michigan every yeah. summer. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Northern Michigan, Grayling, Michigan is mm. uh, the city. It's a very tiny, tiny town. Huh. Uh, apparently, they got a new restaurant there. That's all the craze. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> is it an Applebee's? Uh, yeah, they never told me what it was. Yeah. It sounded like it was just a local thing. That's well, like Bob's pan- yeah, pancakes and sirloins. Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, yeah, it's just uh, this little town. There's like an army base nearby. And there's just uh, a river that runs through it and cabins on the uh, on the banks of it. Wow. And uh, that's where they stay, in, uh, in a cabin. Sounds pretty amazing. It is pretty amazing. Uh, I used to go uh, when I was a kid with mm-hmm. them. And, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, relaxing. And, and you know, we, we don't watch TV or anything like that. We just uh, sit around and watch the river go by. Nice. And, uh, yeah, there's some... Like touristy stuff to do, like in you know nearby places, but like Traverse City and Gaylord and right. stuff like that. But uh, you know, yeah, it's just uh, wilderness and woods and, and and rivers and. But then there's a town there too. There's, there's a town, yeah. so it's not like scary where you think no, you're going to yeah, be yeah. eaten by bears or anything. No, but it does take like half an hour to get to the town right. from the cabin. That's still that's all right. Yeah, that's oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. People are canoeing down the river, you know, at all times, and yeah, it's just pleasant. Nice. And I'd, I'd uh, definitely like to go back up there again. I don't know if that's ever going to happen. Oh, I hope, hope so. Hope uh, it is. Well, my dad's retiring this year, and so that's uh, that's uh, it's a company-owned uh, cabin. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. He he hmm. may still be able to go. I don't know, but uh, if he leaves on good terms, yeah, tell him not to go in firing. All you know, <laughs> his two uh, six shooters. Right, right. <clears throat> yeah, that's awesome. Speaking of retirement, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fucking done. Yeah. <laughs> Is uh, I don't think it's completely like I'm not sure that it's completely soaked in yet right. or set in that that I'm no longer a Mavericks employee. It clearly isn't. Because you keep referring to it as if you right. still have a vested interest. <laughs> but at the same time, like that may be just because like there's no part of me that is still nostalgic for it. Right. Um, so it might be partially that. Right, right. I, I don't know. It's also twenty two years of your life. Yeah. It's a it's a lot. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I started working there when I was 14, just before my freshman year of high school. Yeah. Um, and uh, now here I am, 36 years old, and uh, uh, Saturday was my last day. Yeah. Other than the four four-hour shifts <laughs> that Jack contractually made me work over the next couple months. Right. He's like, just come in twice a month for four hours and just help us, you know, transition everything. Like, so uh, when are you going back? I don't know. He hasn't <laughs> called me, and I, I'm certainly not going to be the one to make that call. But, uh, yeah. So, if he never calls you, will you never go back? Well, I'll, I'll go buy, to buy my books. I'm pretty sure 
when I do that, they'll be like, hey, Jack wants you to come in Sunday or right. something. Yeah. So I'm guessing that's how it's going to play out. But. Right. Maybe you should uh, just stop buying your books there. <laughs> well, I, I still have $75 in store credit. <laughs> Only 75 Yeah. Wow. I know, right? How, how did that happen? You had a lot more. <sighs> I had a lot more. Well, I actually bought a bunch of graphic novels uh, in the last month or so because I was like, this looks good, this looks good. You know, I need to, like, there's some things I was, like, pretty sure I was going to read eventually right. when I thought I was working there forever. Right. Um, so I was like, might as well go ahead and buy those now and just leave them in a pile for, right. you know, when I'm broke and wanting to read something. So I have, like, 13 Invincible trades, two Hawkeye trades, <laughs> uh forget what else, but yeah, there's like a little stack of trades that I was like, oh, I gotta make sure I read these. So what's, uh, what's your lady friend gonna do? Weren't you getting all her books for her? I, I was, uh, I was purchasing her books for her. Yeah. Um, she said, uh, she might just cut back a little bit, yeah. but she's gonna come in with me. Okay. And buy, buy, you know, her favorites at least. I'm telling you, mail order. Yeah. <laughs> DCBS.com or no, DCBService.com. Yeah. It might happen. Yeah. It might yeah. happen. At least for a while, though. You know, just to wean myself off of, like I, I've I've walked into that store multiple times a week for the majority of my life. Right, so, right. so I'll I'll probably go in there and shop for a little while. I, for one, am never setting foot in that store again. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm done with Mavericks. Yeah. Uh, mostly because you're done. Right. Yeah. Uh, and. Uh, like it's a weird show of support, yeah. You know, but I mean, the only reason I've been even been shopping in the last couple of years is because you work there, right? You know, not not nothing against Jeremy, right? You right. know, who is the only other person in that place that I respect. Oh, <laughs> <Aww. laughs> um, but uh, yeah, you're done. I'm done. I'm not doing it. Also, didn't get fucking hired there. Right. Right. Well, those are big shoes to fill. <laughs> we needed someone who knows a lot about comics. <laughs> I don't know that you've ever read one. Oh, yeah. Uh, Forgot about You're that. more of a magic player. And we've already got three <laughs> magic guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't think the, the good or trash audience knew that uh, when, when you uh, put in your two weeks, I... Uh, and uh, Mavericks uh, started actively looking for a replacement for you. I, I put in uh, my name. Right. Uh, no we don't take applications. No applications. And, you know, I fucking worked there for, like, three years. Right. You know, uh, that's my resume. They remember you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, I put in a good word with Jack and Jeremy. But, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, it, originally it looked like Jeremy was going to do the hiring. But then, uh, like like everything else that happens at Mavericks... Uh, Jack swooped in at the last moment and right. was in charge of it. So, uh, so yeah. So he, uh, did not choose you. Did not. No. But I think by the time I had talked to him, he had already, like, had somebody in mind. So yeah. I don't know that it was, like, you know. Oh, I'm going to take it personally. I, yeah. I don't know that it was or not. I'm totally taking it personally. <laughs> Uh, is an affront to me, mm-hmm. and so yeah. So I was, I, I was honestly pretty goddamn pissed off. Right. Yeah. Uh, mostly because I am 
desperately in need of a second job. Right. Desperately. And working at Mavericks is like pretty much one of the only other things that I know how to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at I mean, least it, that I could work on a part-time. It would basis. fit in perfect with your schedule. Yes, yeah. because we would need somebody one night a week and the weekends. Right. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I was I was upset. So uh, I had you close my file. Maybe we could uh, um, start our own comic. Plant show? some evidence that Jeremy is like doing cocaine and jerking off and stealing stuff on the clock <laughs> and then well, you know isn't jack doing all that well yeah but he owns the place <laughs> and he doesn't do cocaine <laughs> just copious amounts of alcohol yeah right yeah just a little just enough to get you know to get tired <laughs> just a little nightcap yeah. from three o'clock till nine <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, no, yeah, I was, I was pretty upset about that. Uh, so, yeah, I had to close my file. Mm. Even though there's still, like, four issues of things coming out that, uh, right. uh I still need to get to catch up to my, uh, to your mail order. order. Yeah. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, I'm gonna go to, uh, Belvoir and Comedy. Ooh, I'm really? So. Wow. There's one coming out this week, Mind Management. Mind Management, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, Jeremy Anderson, uh, mind management will be out Wednesday. I usually call him and let him know. <laughs> He's probably listening, though. Yeah, probably after the fact. Yeah, I think he listens a little later. Yeah. He catches. He's one of those catch-up. So, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so enough about me. <laughs> I did write a, a big, uh, long rant about it, though. Yeah, uh, yeah. About how I, I left... Uh, uh, my customer position at Mavericks while you left your uh, employee position. All right. As I realized that I had been shopping there since 1996. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. But you still got me beat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember my, my dad started taking me and my brother in there probably in like, I want to say like 1984, right. maybe 1985, but my dad passed away in 86 and... Uh, my cousin, who was like 10 years older than me, kept up the tradition. He started taking me and my brother there every right. week. And, uh, and not, not soon, not too soon thereafter, uh, <laughs> I got a, I got a job there. So, right. yeah, I've been. Well, your brother also worked there too, didn't he? Yeah, he worked. I, I don't think he worked there then. I think he got a job there like a couple years later. Like, I think he got a job in, like, 88 or something. Okay. And then I got a job there in 91, so. Um, I don't know. Maybe he did. Maybe. I can't remember, because I feel like he worked there a long time before I started working there. So, yeah, I can't remember. Hmm. Like, I mean, I, I distinctly remember going in and seeing your brother there. Right. You know, uh, but, like, I don't know how much overlap the two of you had. He he wasn't working there when I started. He was working at Drug Mart. Mm-hmm. But then uh, a few years later, he got hired back and he worked there until like the late 90s like 99 maybe when okay. he moved to kentucky for a while so and he's he was there off and on i'm sure he i'm sure he worked there a dozen years right. altogether but um yeah off and on i know he definitely didn't work there when i did so right i yeah. was like late 90s uh 99 yeah, yeah. 2001 2002 was right there. yeah, yeah. When Pokemon was, Pokemon was a game. monster. Yep. Yeah. You know, that 
as bad as Pokemon was, and like as frazzled as like I would be from working a ten hour day behind the Pokemon counter, oh, yeah. I still think Magic is worse because it's like it's like a slow death. Like Pokemon was just like blasts of insanity and like right. cr- crazy days that was just nuts. I think there's also something to be said uh, for a game that is enjoyed by children who are clearly enthusiastic for it. Right. Like, like crazily so. Oh, yeah. I mean, just... Fanatically. Yeah, yeah. It was like in the, the child Zeke guys, too. It's not yeah. like it's not like some kids loved it and some kids liked it. It was yeah, like it was everybody every loved it. It yeah. was crack for kids. Yeah. You know, but goddammit, they loved their crack. And the most important part is their parents spent cash money oh, yeah. oh, as yeah. opposed to the magic, which 80% of our magic business is store credit, right. which leaves us with an ever-growing magic section right. and a slightly growing profit from it. Right, yeah. right. Uh, I mean, yeah, I distinctly remember, like, one kid at least, like, spending $100 calling his mom on a cell phone, <laughs> which this was, like, 1999. Right, I didn't even have a cell phone yet. Nobody had cell phones back yeah. then, yeah. Uh, and having her bring another $100 for him to spend. Right. Fucking insanity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that kid loved it. Hell yeah. And the you know, magic people, they're like the most miserable people in the world. Like, I don't <laughs> think they like playing magic. I just think they like, you know, the gambling aspect of it. I'd say, I would honestly say, like, yeah, 85% of them are like that. Yeah. There, there's like a good 15% that are just like having fun. Right. It's like when you go to a pool hall and there's like, some guys that are just like, man, I love this game. Right. And like, oh, I love to play pool. Yeah. It's terrible at it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Some of these people are like that. And then, like, the other people look down at them. Like, the other 85% look down at them like, they're having fun. And they're yeah. just, they're playing with their kids. Oh, my God. This is horrible. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, there's a, there's a, yeah, there's, there's some that are awesome. And they're just doing mm-hmm. it because they love it. But they are, they are clearly not the majority. No. And I think that's a major difference between, again, between Magic and, and Pokemon. Right, right. It was like, you know, the, like everyone that played Pokemon, every kid, was, they loved it. I wonder if there were some, though, that, like, didn't even really care so much, but they, they wanted to fit in. Like, right. they wanted to, like, well, I, if I don't have these cards, I'm going to be right. that kid, you know. You know who would have been that kid if uh, this would have happened uh, when uh, we were kids? Uh, this guy. Yeah. yeah. Aww. My mom would not have put up with that shit. Really? Oh, yeah. Did did she buy you garbage bell kids? You no. threw them away when she found that I had some. Oh, that's awful. I don't know if my mom ever bought me garbage bell kids, but I remember distinctly my dad buying me some at Mavericks. Right. Like, Series 3. Yeah, I had some Series 3. Uh, and I had, like, a pretty big stack, like like, probably... A hundred cards, maybe. Right. And yeah, one day I came home from school and they were in the trash. Oh, that's awful. You know, this is sort of tangential, but it ties in. Uh, one of the things I purchased with my store credit to like bring it back down so much was we had those comic book defense fund trading okay. cards. Yeah. It was called like Liberty or something. And uh, I had them stuck in my file for like the last year. And I was like, I was like, I'm gonna buy all these and like put together a set and you know just read them and like maybe learn some interesting things. And so this morning, I was like, okay, my my job starts tomorrow, my training. So today I had no job. Right. Like today is the first time in my life since I was 14 that I haven't had a job, and it was like weird (laughs) and fun. And I was like, what am I gonna do with my day? 
So I put on a two live crew CD. And as I nasty as they want to be. As nasty as they want to be. Yeah. And I opened all of my comic book defense fund cards. Yeah. Just like, not even, it didn't even enter my mind that there might be like insert cards in this thing. Right. I, I just thought like, oh, like, this will be fun. I'll put this set together and it'll be fun. And like halfway through the opening of the packs, I, I, uh, I noticed that one of the cards is autographed. And I was like, oh wow, there's autographs in here. And I look, and behold, guess who my autograph was from? It was not Rob Liefeld. Okay. Which uh, would have tickled me until I peed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Let me guess here. Let me guess. Uh, can I get three guesses? We'll, we'll go with two. Two? Okay. Because <laughs> um, Rob Liefeld was your first guess. No, no. It wasn't uh, okay. Because, uh, honestly, my first guess was Chris Ware. Well, that would have been awesome. Uh, my second guess, though, was Dave Sim. Nope, it was not. Can I, can I get one more guess? One more guess. All right. Is... I can tell you you're on the wrong track. Okay, um, I'm going <laughs> to completely turn this around. And I think, I don't know, I don't know what will happen here, but uh, my, my third and final guess is Frank Miller. Ooh, closer genre-wise. But no, I got... Charlie Adler's autograph. <laughs> My least favorite comic artist on the face of the planet. Unfairly so. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? That's yeah, kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what's going on eBay tonight? <laughs> because I looked and, and well, uh. Because you don't have a job right now. <laughs> I don't have a job. Not until 9 a.m. tomorrow. I am, I don't know how I'm going to survive. Um, but no, I, I looked and I couldn't find that specific thing, but I found some other cards that he autographed in other sets, and uh, they go for anywhere from like thirty to fifty dollars. So That's I was like, bad. so I was like, oh, if I can get thirty bucks out of that, yeah, that that actually is exactly what I paid for all those cards was thirty bucks, right, out of my store credit. So I'm like. Yeah, that's yeah. that'd be awesome. Free like money at that point. Yeah. yeah, but I still would rather had like Chris Ware's, oh, sure, you know, yeah, or something. Yeah. But but I obviously would not have sold that, and that would have just been in a box somewhere forever. So <laughs> so yeah, maybe it's a good thing. But I just thought that was funny. I was like, he's like, I mean, I've, I've, I'm sure I've said that like a half dozen times on the oh, show. Yeah. Yeah. He's my least favorite comic artist, and yeah. it's just funny. I still don't <laughs> get why it is. But. I it's I just. I don't think he's good. Right. And and on top of that, he replaced somebody who I really liked on a book. Right. So like coupled together, like I don't think it's either one of those things by themselves, but coupled together it just makes me mad. Like I had like I could not understand the story after he took over. I was like, I do not I literally don't know if this character is like looking with a smirk or a horror. Like I don't I have no idea. And, and it just bugged me. And I'm sure he's fine. I'm sure he's a great artist. And, and I have seen other work by him that, you know, like previous stuff that I was like, oh, that's actually pretty good. Yeah. But I just, yeah, I just, I don't think I'll ever be a fan. And I'm sure he's a fine person and right. I'd feel like an asshole if I met him because I'd be like, ah, <laughs> oh, you're so nice. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, but yeah, as it stands, he's my least favorite comic artist. <laughs> and he could buy and sell me ten times over. Pro probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And that doesn't help either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, a 
Well, we we I think we talked about on the last episode. We watched Birdemic. Yeah, yeah. I watched a similar film. I know. Yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I actually went to the theater because I figured it's at the Victoria Theater. This is a place where they have like like operas and stuff, right? right? Can't be that bad. Right? It can't be bad. Um, and we watched The Birds, the Alfred Hitchcock classic film, The Birds, which until yesterday. I had no idea was a comedy. <laughs> all right. Because all through the movie, uh, not just the people behind me, like the people that were directly behind me and Kathleen who talked a lot during the movie, yeah. not just them, but various pockets throughout the theater, anytime something horrific was happening, they were just laughing and laughing and, like, the scene where uh, Tippy Hedren is basically raped by a flock of birds, yeah. they could not stop laughing. It was just so funny. And I was like, I am so glad that I just finally, after all these years, found out this movie wasn't fucking horrific and amazing, right. but it's just a dumb old comedy. <laughs> wow. It blew my mind. Really? Blew my mind. Wow. So... Not a good experience. Not at all. Like, before the movie started, we were looking at the program. They're like, they're going to show Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, and uh, That is a comedy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Maybe it's not. Maybe it's fucking heart-wrenching. And when uh, Cameron is going on his uh, soliloquy, maybe they'll all be, like, crying. <laughs> but, uh, and, like, Night of the Living Dead, they're going to show the original Night of the Living Dead. And I was like, we're definitely coming to that one. But after my experience yesterday, I was like, I told her, I was like, unless they sh- have a showing at 10 a.m., I am definitely not going to see Night of the Living Dead in this theater. Because it was fucking awful. It was like, I, there's people on their cell phones, like, you know, not talking on their cell phone, but like using their phone as like texting or whatever. Right, right. So there's like blue lights everywhere. There's people talking everywhere and laughing and it was just, it was awful. So, um, like, what type of people were these? Um, well, before the movie started, like, Kathleen was in the restroom, and I was, like, standing in the lobby, and I was surveying. I was trying to, I was like, right, I was yeah. like, what kind of crowd is this? Right, yeah. And there was a lot of older people, but there was, like, some, like, there was, a, like, maybe, like, five, like, hip young people with, like, beards and tattoos. Hipsters. Yeah. yeah. And then there was, like... Fucking- and there were some just families, yeah. but I'd say mostly it was people in their fifties and older. Really? And uh oh, I mean, just in general in the audience. Yeah, okay. in, in the audience, right? And, but I know the people behind us were older, older people. Really? Yeah. And I was just like, okay, okay, theater experience, you win, right. because I am a broken, broken man. <laughs> like I will, I, I will vow with my hand on the. On on something more important than the Bible. On Paul joins the Scouts. <laughs> My other hand is in the air, people. I will it's never, true. ever see a movie in the theater past noon for the rest of my fucking life. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> uh, when I saw that the birds was going to be playing at the Victoria, I honestly, uh, like if, if I hadn't have been busy yesterday, I probably, I was thinking about going to see that, that showing on Sunday. Oh, yeah. So I've never seen the birds, and it'd be interesting to see on the big screen. Well, apparently, it's funnier than uh, we thought Birdemic was. All right, then. <laughs> that sucks, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. 
What the fuck is wrong with people? I don't know. But I'm leaving them to their devices. <sighs> they can they they win. They own the theaters. <laughs> I mean, you know, I've had some bad experiences. We've talked about it. Right. Uh but I mean just really, I mean that sounds worse than anything. Yeah. Well yeah, that's the thing is like 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 as it was happening I was like I I I'm afraid that if I watch this movie again, I've seen it like a half dozen times in my life, and, and I've always thought it was scary, right. like when I was a kid or like two years ago when the last time I saw it. And I, I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, what if this like taints previous viewing or, or like right. you know future viewings where I'm like by myself and like normally I would be a little you know, like on edge or scared or nervous and like and just like my mind will re- replay like these fuckheads laughing right. during these horrific scary parts and like kind of ruin it for me right like i was afraid of that i'm like hopefully me thinking that doesn't like trigger that but that was a thought that entered my brain i was like oh ah, that sucks man yeah <laughs> i mean were, were there ushers were there no. rules before the movie started yeah yeah there? like a lady actually came out before the you know she was like please turn off you know all your cell phones and don't talk and right you know, thank you for coming and and uh, <laughs> yeah but but and it was weird because i asked kathleen i was like are these people just insane like you know like you know do they are they like that's the best comedy since irreversible oh boy that was great or you know or what and she was like i think she's like i think some of it was um you know the the effects like they they were like laughing at that the air quote outdated effects, which right. me and Kathleen both think are not outdated. Right. But, and I was like, I don't know. But then she, like five minutes later, we literally heard someone say something about how funny the effects were. Right. Like, Oh, wasn't that goofy uh, with those effects? That looks ridiculous. And I was like, I totally don't see where they're coming from. Right. Cause it looks awesome. Yeah. I mean, you know, a movie that old, you know, the effects aren't going to be as good as they are today. You know. I don't know. But. but I mean, I wouldn't expect them to be, but. Well, yeah, that's the thing, you know. Is, I think it works, like, though. Yeah, it's got to, you got to. I mean, it's no Birdemic. <laughs> Clearly. Right, right. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, just, you know that going in, you know. I mean, I've never sat down to watch an old movie and. You know, unless it was just like an Ed Wood movie, where like, you're like, "This will right. be fun. This will be great." You right? Know. Yeah, but but like, yeah, you know, I mean, like like you mentioned, Night of the Living Dead. Uh, I mean, some of the makeup effects in that are not great compared right. to modern day zombie movies. Right. But you know, I don't sit there and just like, ah! <laughs> you, know. <laughs> you know, I do wonder though. Like this entered my brain. I was like, what if I, you know, because you know, Kathleen's got a copy of Night of the Living Dead. You've got a copy. I'm sure everybody right. that I know has a copy. Um, I could, I could somehow burn the entire movie onto a disc and take a CD Walkman with like really nice headphones that encapsulate your whole ear. Right, right. You know, the ones that like DJs wear. Yeah. And like watch the movie and like sync it up. So like all I hear is like this, the, the audio, the audio right, yeah. and I can watch the movie. Like I actually thought about that because I really wanted to see that in the theater. I would kind of like to see that in the theater too. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, not if there's going to be uh, dipshits there. Oh my god, I could not believe it. I was like, wow. this is the fucking Victoria Theater. Right, yeah. You know, this isn't... 
Huh. This isn't the Danbury. Was yeah. it packed? Um, I'd say it was like a third full. All right. Could you have gotten up and moved any place? I could have, but we were like we had an awesome spot. We were in the front row of the balcony because okay. they have a balcony there, yeah. and that was awesome. Yeah. Um, and like I looked, I actually thought about moving during the movie, but I know Kathleen really wanted that spot, and I was like, I could just like walk up to the very top because like the top five rows were just empty. Right. And I was like, I kind of like the top five rows anyway. But, uh, I just didn't like it. I like, it wasn't one of those things that got worse and worse as the movie went on. It was just progressive all the way. Through. It was, it was just like pretty consistent. Right, right, and, right, and, right. I, and I, and I was like, by that point I was just beaten down. I was like, I just, I just don't care. Right, you know? yeah. Like, it's not like I can save this experience somehow. Right, yeah. Like I, en- I enjoyed, you know, don't get me wrong. It wasn't just a hundred percent awful. Like there was quiet parts in the movie where I was surprised nobody was talking. Right. Um, I was like, but, it, but even them not talking, uh, um, I, I was on edge. I was yeah. expecting it. Yeah. I was just, it was just, I think uh, that's the worst part of, of like being in a theater like that, you know, is just that anticipation yeah. of the next fuck that's going to yeah. ruin the movie. And then you it. realize you're ruining you know, the movie yourself, oh, yourself yeah. uh-huh. and, and then you get pissed. Like uh-huh. that, that totally happened to me. And I was just like, I, yeah, I can honestly say with, with 100% sincerity, I would have enjoyed it more if we would have been sitting in her apartment watching right. it on DVD. Yeah. Totally. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, that sucks. <laughs> but I don't want to, I don't want to end on a negative note. Like, you know, that was not optimal by any means. Well, no. yeah. But, uh, I am, uh, I'm okay. I'm having a good time. Yeah. Start my new job tomorrow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Things, future's so bright, I gotta wear shades. <laughs> so, uh, did you get a chance to see Pacific Rim yet? No. You were supposed to do that. <laughs> I know. I did not. I don't, it was not on at 10 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably on at 11. Yeah, it's too late. You said afternoon. Yeah, that's true. And it's also Monday. Yeah. That's a significantly different day than Sunday. That's true. You missed it. I, I thought about it. I honestly did think about going today. But uh, I ended up doing some drawing and just like getting some stuff done. And I, I had a good had a good stay-at-home day. Mm. I think if, if the theater experience would have been any better yesterday, I may have been a little more inclined. But I was just like, yeah, I was not willing to... Uh, to to roll those dice again today. I would guarantee you, you would be the only person seeing Pacific Rim at eleven on at a Monday. any point in time. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, I bet you could go now, and you would be the only person watching Pacific right, Rim. Right? <laughs> yeah. May. Hey, I'll never know. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Uh, unless I have a day off. From now on, I will never see a movie ever again. I've been telling you, man. Saturday mornings. Yeah. Sunday morning. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah I might do that. They're five bucks. I keep they're forgetting five. that I have the weekends off now. Oh, yeah, you do. That's so crazy. Yeah, yeah. And if I can manage to find myself a second job, uh, we're never having drawing night or doing a podcast <laughs> again. <laughs> All right. Something to look forward to, folks. Yeah. You're off the hook. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, you know, it's... Uh, Congratulations, man. I don't know if I've said that uh, to you enough. 
I'm, I'm, I'm super proud of you. I am too. I'm, 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 uh... I exceeded all my expectations. <laughs> I thought I would die there, like alone and unloved and unmourned, like Cerebus. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm uh, you know, I, I'm like one percent sad that I'm uh, never going to Mavericks again. All right. But uh, you know, uh, you're, you're uh, as as my friend, as as, as someone I, I consider like a brother to me. Aww. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm uh, super happy that you've got this opportunity, and I hope that it works out for you. Me too. And and uh, I think it's awesome. And then fuck that place. <laughs> if it, if if this doesn't work out, I I think I'm just gonna take some time off and. Uh, you know, listen to some more Two Life Crew in my mom's basement. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy life for like six months to a year. Yeah, yeah. And living off cans of beans. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. I wish I could do something like that. <laughs> Instead, I need a second fucking job. Oh. I am dying. Sorry. Sorry. Not your fault. Well, I hope, uh, yeah, I hope something works, works its way into your, uh, into your, you know, to your eyesight, your yeah. your uh, your you know, your dream job. Mm. It's not a dream job. They get a second job. Right, <laughs> right. It is actually a nightmare. <laughs> it's my nightmare. Sorry, it's all right. But hey, you got a new job. Yeah. Start tomorrow. Yeah. Excited? I am very excited. Yeah. I really am. Yeah, I've been uh, like for like the last. You know, 20 years I've been getting up around 9.30. So for like the last week or two, I've been getting up between 6 and 7. Like today I got up at 6 and I had nowhere to be right. until 12 hours later. Yeah. So I do know that I emailed you fairly early in the morning and then almost immediately you emailed me back. Right. It was so, like 7-ish. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I, uh, Were you like, what? I kind of. I was just like, you just sitting at your computer just waiting for someone to <laughs> send you something i uh i got up doogie was uh, he's my roommate and i got up around the same time he did he leaves for work at six thirty. Yeah. so i got up and uh, he walked into the kitchen and i was already sitting at the table like eating a banana he's like what <laughs> he's like this is kind of nice somebody to talk to in the morning so like i hung out with him for until he left and then i went and checked my email so yeah. and it was funny because yeah, yeah uh you emailed like Right as I was checking my email. <laughs> so, yeah. I know it was weird, too. Like, at 2 o'clock um, in the afternoon. You got sleepy. I, no, no. I, no, I didn't get I, I drink. I've drank a lot of caffeine today. And uh, I drank some tea a couple different times. And at 2 o'clock, I was like, man. I was like, it's only 2? I feel like I've been up for, like, 8 hours. Yeah. I was like, oh, I have yeah. been up for yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Imagine that two o'clock when you can realize that you've been up for nine hours. <laughs> right. That'll be next week. Yeah. See, I've been slowly trying to get myself used to. Uh, I know. I know you've said you know it doesn't really happen. Nah, but I, I'm trying. I'm trying. Maybe. I'm, maybe my physiology is a little different. I'm, I'm gonna Could try. Be. Could be. I am. But yeah. Yeah. Wishful I am, thinking. I am a night person. Right. I, I am not. Uh, I am not made for mornings unless I haven't been to bed yet. Right. Right. I went to bed at ten last night. Uh, I went to bed at midnight. Last yeah. Night. So it, I was like, I'm, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna get this. I mean, I went to sleep at. I like. I think I crawled into bed at nine thirty. Right. And I was asleep by ten. So. So yeah, I'm trying. I'm yeah. Trying. Yeah. Getting there. 
Wish you luck. Mm, appreciate and, uh, it. Matt and with your new job. Yeah. Congratulations again. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I really do appreciate it. So, uh, assuming that this isn't the final episode of Gun <laughs> Right. Uh, oh, yeah, I have to pick a movie, right? Later. Well, I, last night when I went to bed at 9.30, I uh, <laughs> immediately fell asleep at 10. You know what I was doing at 9.30 last night? Masturbating. No. I was watching X-Cop. <laughs> the cartoon? Yes. Oh, that's so cool. Was it good? Uh, oh, yeah. It was just a sneak preview thing. I guess the, oh, okay. the first full episode is actually this Saturday at 11 p.m. Ooh, I'll be in bed. <laughs> <laughs> No, you won't. <laughs> I'll allow myself to stay up an extra hour on the weekends. So <laughs> Ten o'clock, yeah. Or eleven o'clock, yeah. Um, no, but uh, I, I uh, last night I was like I went to bed so early and and I and I like I had a I had like a fever dream, like I, I was I was dreaming that uh. So you shouldn't be going to bed that early. I, I dreamed that Robert England and Scatman Crothers and Ed Begley Jr. were all hanging out together, and I was like. This is fucking crazy. And then when I got up, I was I looked that up on IMDb, and there's a movie with all three of those people in it. And that's what we're going to watch. <laughs> it's, called, it's called Stay Hungry. Okay. Have you heard of it? No. Well, not only does it have Scatman Crothers. Oh, wait. Is this the Arnold Schwarzenegger thing? Arnold, oh, yeah. <laughs> it has Scatman Crothers. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Robert England, Ed Bagley Jr., Sally Field, and Jeff Bridges. Can you fucking believe it? <laughs> All right. I cannot believe that such a thing exists. That's a little crazy. I didn't okay. dream. I didn't actually dream I that. Know you were making a but joke. but but how fucking weird is that cast? That's a pretty weird cast. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty bizarre. <laughs> Alright. Are so, you down? I, I guess I am. I've never seen it. Neither have I. And I only found out that four of those six people were in that movie today. Right. Because I looked it up. I was like, oh, I kind of want to see that. Because um, it, it's been something that I thought about picking before. Because right. I was like, there's an Arnold movie I've never seen. And I was reading the rest of the cast. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess we'll, we'll do that then. <laughs> Alright. Stay hungry. Sweet. Okay, then. Uh, we will maybe return. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. If not, we can record our parts separately. Oh, and, uh, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> Skype them to each other. Or something. <laughs> All right then. Uh, good night. No. Ooh, yeah. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information, links to our Facebook and Twitter pages, and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>